So you're saying to yourself, yo, sir, dude, I wanted to see Kevin Smith in Halifax, Nova Scotia, but the motherfucker sold out. Well, after I shed a tear for you, I highly recommend bookmarking csmod.com. That's the place on the worldwide interwebs to see all upcoming Smodco shows, updated with linky links to Tiki Tickets. Say it with me, baby. csmod.com. Nice. Ooh, I just got a little hard there. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on Smerchandise. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, Listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now, so when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins. In America. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the third attempt at NetHeads. My name is Will. My name is Trent. My name is Mirko. There we go. Everything's perfect. You know, I just got to say, I am uh, I am pissed scared that this show isn't archiving right now. <laughs> what are you Deja laughing vu. at, Trent? Deja vu, mon frere. Well, I mean, you know, what do we We don't have a backup, do we? Well, we kind of have a backup. I, I run a program called uh, CallGraph. CallGraph? Uh, yeah, huh. it essentially, uh, it's a plug-in for your Skype app. On your desktop, and then at that point, it just records, you know, all your Skype conversations in uh, MP3 or WAV formats. So then, as long as I hear you as good as you're hearing me, and you're hearing yep. him, we're okay. Absolutely. And considering, like, when I do this, you guys actually get to hear the music and the callers and everything, right? <laughs> Assuming yeah. correct. Okay. Yes. Well, awesome then. I, yeah, I don't even know if the callers are wired up correctly. My daughter, uh, since the last show, you know, I've been talking about being obsessed with uh, getting a MacBook Air. Correct. I got one. Yay! So the problem is then you had my wife on her MacBook, you had me on my MacBook, and my daughter was just getting jealous. She said she wanted to be part of the club. And so I use a little Acer netbook for taking the phone calls. Okay. Uh, because mm-hmm. it's just not a studio if you're not running 45 computers. And um, <laughs> so I pulled the netbook out of the mix so that she could do that, you know, so that she could... um you know, have a computer to play around on. Created her own little uh, identity and let her, you know, so she was sitting there and she was able to be on her little laptop too, being like mommy and daddy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I'm naturally, I'm not saying anything. I am in my wife at that point. I'm just, you know, sending her iChat messages. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, we're nerdy. And then she's like, why don't you talk to me? I'm like, cause this is more efficient. Leave me alone. No. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're seriously chatting from me for two feet away. Yes, I am. Because I'm crazy, don't mind me. Um, so I hooked it back up. I have no idea. But I don't think there's any better caller in the world. If, by the way, if you want to take part in the program, you can. Uh, you can call us during the show. You can call us after the show, whenever. Uh, we got two numbers, 925-238-9020. There is also the 866 number, if you're able to call one of those, which is 866-610-9455. And if you so desire, you could even try and Skype us at NetHeads on Air. 
Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Absolutely. But also, don't forget on Twitter, throw the hashtag NetHeads into the uh, message you send, and and I bet you at least Americo and Trent will be able to follow along and read it. Because you I, know, I'm the grandfather of the group, and I can't even figure out how that Twitter <laughs> thing works. What's really funny is I'm, I'm only ahead of Americo by like a few years, just a few, just like yeah, barely a couple. And already, I think he's got a better grip on reality than I do when it comes. to Well, the I'm still waiting realm. for our nethead followers to respond to me on MySpace. I don't understand why they're not getting back to me. It's weird. Oh well, you know what? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Nobody's gone to our Friendster page in forever. <laughs> and I've been waiting for someone to add me on ICQ so I could IM with them. Oh, God. Wow. Okay. Trent wins. By the way, back when I did uh, the Will Wilkins show for Play TV, that was how we did interactivity. We, you know, we took, I took phone calls via a speakerphone with a microphone on it. So people had to hear me yelling in the room and, you know, we could pick them up. So that worked. That was the height of technology for me back then. But we also interacted via ICQ. Right. Which, by the way, it's three two three four one five three five. Nobody's monitoring that, though. <laughs> what kind of communication venue do you have when you have to tell? Oh yeah, you want to find me? Send me a message at three two three four one five three five. That's too that's, long. That's why I only had like two people I knew on ICQ, and yeah, that was about it. Exactly. So I think the best person to test well, out the phone connection on is Francis. Francis, can you hear us? Yeah. And Francis, can we hear you? I hope so, yeah. I said, Francis, can we hear you? Can we hear Francis? Yeah. I can hear him. Francis, are you there? Yeah. Francis, talk to me. I can't hear you, buddy. Can we talk about Captain America? Can we talk about Captain America? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, oh, I guess I just tipped off the fact that you can actually hear me. Damn it. (laughs) I was gonna, I was gonna try and string you along for a little while. But, but I guess I blew that one. We were doing a little phone humor. Yeah, I was trying. Francis. Didn't work. Oh, okay. Didn't work. Anyway, man, um, now when you say you want to talk about Captain America, here's, I'm going to give you some tips, Francis, because I want you to be a, I, I've heard you on the other shows, by the way. I know that you, okay. uh, you got a chance to talk to Kevin last week on, uh, yeah. this morning show, and you were able yeah. to talk to, uh, Mike and Ming on this morning show. Yep. So, so I'm going to try and coach you here, buddy. I'm going to try and help you a little bit. Okay. The reason why is because uh, you're important to us, Francis. As a matter of okay. fact, we've done the demographics. You, sir, are the cornerstone of our listenership. Thanks. So when you call, it's best to not just uh, go with, you know, I want to talk about Captain America. You want to say, hey, I was thinking about Captain America. And, you know, how do you guys feel about the way Bucky was represented in the comics versus the movie? See, I'm we're taking right. it somewhere with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Engages, sir. So, so when you say you want to talk about Captain America, I've given you some prep. I've, I've, I've set you up. Let's pretend we're gonna, we're gonna pretend we're starting the whole phone call over, okay? I don't okay. see why not. We've restarted the show forty-five times so far. <laughs> okay, so here we go. So, hey, you're live with Will Trent in America. You see, that's even too long. Hold on. You're live with Nedheads. Who are you? Where are you calling from? This is Francis from Georgia. Francis, so glad to hear you. I'm so glad. How are things in Georgia? Pretty good. Oh, glad to hear it. Now, Are they see, still cold there? Uh, yeah, quite so. Yeah. Yeah. What's the temperature? Um, I don't know what the temperature is. What is this time and temperature brought to you by Savings Bank and Loan? Come on. <laughs> well, last last week he said it was like it was like forty something degrees, and I wanted to tell him to go to hell because you know it snowed seven <laughs> inches last night here in Utah. And if there's anything we know that Trent loves, it's seven inches. So, Francis. <laughs> 
what are you calling about this week, buddy? <laughs> what do you got? Well, I've been thinking about Captain America, and I, I want to say that uh, uh, Mark Wade did a good job on his run on Captain America, his first run. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about that? Well, did that recently wrap up? Because the good the good news is you've tapped into at least one of the three netheads here because if there's anything we know, it's that uh, Trent either wants to be Captain America or be with Captain America. I'm unclear on which one. Women want to be with him and men want to be in him. What? I don't know. And some guys <laughs> want to be just as Bucky. Oh, oh. <laughs> I just want to be his Bucky. So, Trent, Trent, uh, did you, were you able to hear Francis's call, first of all? He- yeah, I, I was. Now, if I, if I remember, I, uh, Mark Wade hasn't written Captain America for quite some time, correct? In fact, Brubaker is still doing the uh, Captain yeah, America. Yeah, he's doing Captain America. He's doing um, the the Winter Soldier, and then mm-hmm. now he's doing Captain America and Hawkeye. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of live in the past. Is that what it, Francis? Are is it? Hold on. Wait, guys. This is a very important discovery here. Let's do it, Francis. So you're saying you kind of live in the past. Yeah. Okay, now that leads me to a question, man. I need to know, are you saying then, are you taking this from the perspective of, like, did you just reread the run, or are you literally reliving a moment in history? Well, I reread the uh, original Joe Simon, Jack Kirby story. Okay. Oh. So, All right. So do you want to talk about that, or do you want to talk about the when Wade was on it back in, like, uh, the 90, whatever it was? They're both good books. Well, what's your take on it? Do you remember that era, Trent? The Wade era? No, I don't. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay, great. Well, I thought we had something here. No, I actually because like, I'm reading uh, Wade's current stuff, like with um, uh, his Daredevil stuff right now, and then um, also the stuff he's doing on Boom right now. But I, yeah, I, I never read his uh, Captain Run. Okay. My well, Captain John Run. Wade John Wu. John Wayne meets John Woo. That's yeah. Mark Wade's take on Captain America. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. Personally, my my involvement with Captain America has been Ed Brubaker uh, from his the, from once he started, and that's yes. pretty much everything that I've fallen in love with Captain America in recent years. Prior Brubaker to that, is God when it comes to Captain yes, America. absolutely. The man knows him in and out. Prior to that, I stopped reading Captain America. Right around the time he got fired. And I was like, I'm done with this. This is yep. ridiculous. Did you read the Robert Kirkman run? I don't Robert know. Kirkman, the current writer for uh, uh, Walking Dead, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you want to get well, Will involved, we have to talk about, you know, the, the Kirby era of TARDIS. <laughs> oh, what? Somebody says something about TARDIS? What? What now? <laughs> <laughs> Exterminate! Exterminate! <laughs> okay, so uh, Francis, thank you for your call, sir, and I look forward to speaking to you again inevitably next week. Okay. Okay, man, keep it strong, Take all care. right? And and all by right, the way, speak. great job listening to the coaching I gave you, and apply it future, okay? Okay, thank you. Good man, well played. I, I keep forgetting to ask him to send us some fresh Georgia peaches. Oh. You're probably but I frozen be, right now. I got Seven a, inches under. Yeah, and I also got they a peach be fresh, tree, so. fresh frozen. Yeah, they could be. Or, or I bet you they got some peach preserves there, right? Because <laughs> with a name like Smuckers, it's got to be good. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you went there. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Woo. Went there, came back, and brought the Smuckers. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs>
Nothing like a smucker. No, wait, never mind. So, uh, <laughs> thanks, Francis, by the way. Um, cause he is listening, you know. Absolutely. Um, I look, I look forward to talking about Gumby next week. No, he's not going to ask about Gumby. He's probably, he he's going to ask us about the Bob Kane era on Batman or something. <laughs> what do you, what do you guys which, think? What do you guys which, think of Bob? <laughs> which, as we learned from comic book man last week, it was Smiley Batman. Yes, very yes, much so. Yes, it was so. the Smiley Batman. That's right. Yeah. And I'll tell you, like, from, from now on in the rest of my life, whenever I see Batman smiling, I'm going to see Kevin doing that, like, ear to ear grin. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's imitating it. Yeah. Which, by the way, I, I, I'm sitting in a position, um, of pure happiness because uh, I've already seen this week's Walking Dead and this week's comic book, man. Oh, nice. Like, and Lucky both, 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 both of them, both of them. Both of them. Never mind. You guys do the show. I'm just going to drink. <laughs> uh, both of them. It's, it's both and both of them. Both of them. By the mm -hmm. way, I don't like the word both. Both? I say it as both. It's like somebody threw an H on the end of bolt. Yeah, because like, you need an L in there and there's no L. But it's not. It's both. Right. But both sounds – if I have if I try to say both, I sound like an idiot, obviously. Uh, wait, what were we talking about? Oh, both of the episodes are great. I was, I, I thoroughly enjoyed them. I really did. And, and Amy, how are you? Yes, dear. I'm wonderful. Although I feel like even though I am not playing the NetHeads drinking game, I think you guys have done a pretty good job of making the listeners feel like they must be in some sort of sort of altered state this evening. <laughs> Why not? I it's am. It's a time warp. <laughs> Look, here, here's the deal. I, uh, I, I tried doing something new. I tried broadcasting through the new MacBook Air that I have. And ah. let's just say it didn't go as well. Well, I neglected to remember once I decided to end that and go with the way we usually broadcast that um, one, the archive stopped at that point. Now I realize we've had a great conversation and nobody gets to hear it. So, And granted, Trent has his backup, but I'm a control freak. Yeah. Like, I don't even, and, and plus, I've confused myself now. Have we even talked about the fact that I cheated on these bozos this week? Not yes. this round. Not this round. No, okay, no. see? And I did no, it. I heard it. But you, but oh, you, you, just cause you heard it doesn't mean we've, t <laughs> see? That's what people don't even know what's going on right now. See, <laughs> what's happened is we've actually, we've you heard, actually, you heard what? I'm sorry. I heard it on the special edition version of NetHeads. We've yeah. actually <laughs> permeated the, the uh, membranes of reality. That was actually two different realities ago. Where I said that. Okay. Yeah. See, See, again, you're doing a really good job of making me feel like I've played the drinking game this evening when I have not. And that's the fun of it. So, yeah, I actually cheated on my co-host this week, and I did it with America's own lady. Yes. See, you dirty, it's just getting dirty, really man. just full of, of, of all sorts of scandal in the NetHead world. Yeah, and he's still on the air with me, too. Yeah, I got to watch. It was weird. So it's like a podcast key party going on or something like that. Well, we do say it's a threesome now. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Uh, it, but, it I think, it, I think penis is swerve. No, 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 no. He said the magic word. <laughs> what? Does somebody get a prize now? I don't know. If you've been listening to that, penis was a magic word tonight. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk more about that a little later, though, um, because that'll be fun to talk about in in the structure of uh, you know a, a coherent podcast, which apparently we're completely off of now. Yeah, but that's fine. So, Amy, what do you have for us this week? Because I'm sure you've been listening and you heard me coaching Francis, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And so I, 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 
I, I heard you coaching Francis, and I, I actually kind of appreciated that because, again, I kind of felt Francis put me in my own sort of time warp because being the good sir listener that I am, yeah. I actually wound up listening to about at least three different podcasts wherein Francis called up and said, I'd like to talk about Plastic Man. No, that's not true. So, that is not true. When he called Kevin, he did not ask about Plastic Man. Oh, what yes. did he ask about? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> and I now there's a few Plastic Man repeats in there, though. That yeah. I do remember. But no, it's great now because um, you see what we've done is because Francis is a, a constant listener, and and I I reached out because I just wanted to help him. That's what we do here. We the netheads like to help. Well, and I think you did a really good job. There no, you go. I, I I called in because I heard you guys start to sort of recap last week's Comic Book Man, and I just wanted to kind of gang in on that a little bit and I, I did try and I, I do have an indelible vision of Kevin's big smiley Batman face well. <laughs> right and he's like he's like pointing to the right side of his cheek like <laughs> <laughs> sorry I was reading Twitter uh, what are we talking about <laughs> we're talking about comic book men oh very good I really the, comic book yeah men. the very first episode I actually I really liked the only thing that took me out of the moment was uh previously on television I had been watching this show uh I it wasn't like my weird it was like a special edition of my weird obsession and it was people that treat dolls like living babies oh, oh my and god the lady oh, yes. that, and the lady that brought in the chucky doll was on that show whoa whoa really? the same lady yes yeah, she has and she Shut she really up. likes like gothy babies Wait, so that's, yeah, does that yeah. mean she tried oh, to that's sell, double creepy. Yeah. She tried to sell her goth child to on on from one show that she l- proclaimed to love on another show? No, no, no. I don't know if her <laughs> if her Chucky from her Chucky replica from uh, Bride of Chucky was featured on that show. I just remembered the lady because of, there were a few distinct things. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's her." It's yeah, the crazy freaky. baby lady. It is weird. So she, does she always wear a corset? Is that the thing? Well, or? all I can tell you is when she's on reality television shows, it appears she does. Yes. Oh, my. I don't know what I she wear, wears in her everyday life. I wear life. a corset every time I do not add. <laughs> yes. I call mine a merry widow, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was, um, she was an interesting, interesting lady. I enjoyed her. I I, I enjoyed. I, I think I might pick myself up a hot dogs or foreclosures T-shirt. Um, Which, by the I way, Ming, Ming, Ming's rally at at at, uh, at the um, I was going to call it, it the yard sale. <laughs> yeah, from the from that. I've never seen a flea market like that. That whole at the Corning Corningswood. No, I can't remember the name of it. Collingswood. Collingswood. Collingswood yep. I've never seen a situation like that. That looked like something. It, it looks like it's not even a flea market. It looks like somebody invaded a public park <laughs> and just set up <laughs> a bunch of benches and now they're selling shit there. Well, uh, yeah, all of the mental yeah. imagery that I had in my head from listening to them go. Nothing was like totally what I saw. blown out of the water by what I saw. Yeah. yeah but uh, getting to the heart of the point, I think if you go to mingchen.com, you can buy yeah. a hot dogs are for closers t-shirt. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and if you haven't seen what we're talking about, I believe you can watch past episodes of Comic Book Men on the AMC TV website. You can. Yes. And they're available on iTunes as well. There you go. Get a season pass. It's only six episodes. Do it. 
Oh, uh, I am. I'm, I'm looking at the hot dogs are for closers uh, right now, and in 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 great Smodco fashion, it does go up to a triple X. So I am ordering one. It's all it's it's cheap too. Eighteen bucks. Sign me up. Eighteen bucks, and all I oh, I'm all over it. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna all be sporting them. Hell, I'm gonna give them out as Christmas presents this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, it's only February, isn't? It? How by the way, how is it that half of February is already gone? It can't get I over have soon no enough. Idea. Oh man. Um. Anyway, Amy, I must be getting older. Did you have any other points on the comic book, man? I want to make sure I I I helped you uh attain a, a oh hell attain <laughs> what you wanted to address there. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, I no, I I I did. I I really enjoyed the um. I I kind of I really like the actual framing of the show. I do too. Um. It's. It's it's a nice fun watch that way. I don't know if it would be it, it it wouldn't be the show that it is obviously if it weren't framed the way it was. Uh-huh. I don't think I could watch a show that was all people coming into the shop. Yeah, definitely. Just, yeah, and and, it, and, and on this nice week's the pace within. Yeah, and on this week's show actually it's it's a little bit less of that. There's not quite so many people bringing stuff in cuz it's like two things at once. This week uh you know, it shows I'm trying to have one of the hockey games, street hockey. And uh, the second part is, uh, well, Jason Muse drops in for a visit. We'll just leave it at that. So, you know, don't forget. Uh, I'm looking forward to the hockey piece as somebody who has actually played the hockey with them. I have I have never played the hockey. And if my back keeps up the way it is, I will never play the hockey. I did the hickey. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait. <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. Somebody's not paying attention. Don't mind him. The show has got to be, you know, what's really sad. I feel very bad. I feel very bad because the way the show has gone so far, there are a lot of new people listening today and they don't know what this show is about. They're just like clueless. They're like, wait Wait, a minute. There's a theme. Yeah. To be, to be fair, Will, and this is said with such love, it's not even funny. Yeah. I don't know that you guys have ever known what the show is about. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Hey, hey, easy with that shit. Who let the dogs out, right, guys? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, my watch, my, 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 my can... watchdog is, is in watchdog mode. Can apparently. I just mute one of the co-hosts? <laughs> no, wait, wait, damn wait, it. which one? Wait, which one? Don't worry about it. I want to be on the winning team. No, that, your little ICQ, or uh, ICQ session. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> and then apparently the dementia set in. <laughs> It was all good until Will started fleeing. Yeah, I really liked the uh, framing of the of the show. I like the way because if there's one thing I hate on reality shows, it's the it's the confessional approach, the the direct facing of the camera and talking about what's going on because it takes me out of the moment. Because like, okay, wait a second. So are they saying this? You know, they can't be possibly be saying this before the fact. And they can't be saying it while it's happening because that would be interrupting production. So we know they're talking about these things after the fact. So all of these little testimonials that reality shows will make where they're like talking about the competition. They're like, yeah, and then I really thought, you know, at this moment, I've got this. This is mine. And then, you know, later on, it turns out they flat out lost. And you're like, you know, you were this production crew's jerking me around. Yeah, no, right. it, and and that's exactly the way it is. I've I've facilitated quite a few um, producers and and directors working with reality shows, and whenever they do an interview, that they always prep the the their people that they're interviewing. Now, now try and respond in the present tense. You know, like oh, I, I'm I'm really excited, or oh, I, at this point, I am so scared out of my mind. 
Yeah. It's just, it comes, that's why, well, you know, and we're not supposed to really support reality television, but at least that's, <laughs> well, no, that's, it, it, it's kind of this mixed bag because uh, the majority of the, the, well, the writers and, you right. know, all the people involved with shows, they don't like reality television because the cost to produce is low. And so, you know, they open up more slots on their, on production schedules for those and less scripted dramas or comedies or anything happen. So, you know, it, it, the reality programming concept really affected the marketplace. But, you know, it, hey, the family's got sure, a reality show fruition. on, so I mean, let's go for it. As <laughs> evidenced by the fact that it came to fruition during the writer's strike. Yeah. Really, well, that's really... exactly. Yep. Well, they kind of created their own worst nightmare. Really? Because right. they, they had to, the, the, the... <laughs> Welcome to NetHeads with Trenton Americo as your host. Wow, what a night. Um, the, the writers created their own worst nightmare because the stations, the channels, the networks needed to have stuff to put on. And here, you know, well, they weren't getting it because they were busy negotiating bullshit terms on Internet stuff, probably. Right. Because it seems like that's what a lot of the the points were, like, of contention, at least in the past. My mind always reverts back to the things I was directly involved in. So I'm somewhere around 2000, 2001. Hey, I'm Francis. Nice. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're calling <laughs> actually from back the past. Circle, well. I might be. Thank you very much. So, you know, they... In that situation, they kind of created their own worst nightmare. And unfortunately, this is, this is one of those things where once it's out of the cage, you can't stop it. And yeah, it becomes a business model. Yeah. And, and especially in, in television, it's a, it's a profitable one because the, like I said, the production costs are low. The only problem with it in most cases, and I think fear factor is one of the few that I've seen kind of break this mold because of its content is, you know, there's low, uh, syndication possibilities with reality programming because, you know, it's it, a lot of it is episodic at best or, you know, in nature, like, you know, with Survivor, people have got to get funneled down. But with Fear Factor, that's a standalone show. So they were actually able to syndicate that one and, and, you right. know, good on them. And it's nice to see it back because I like Joe Rogan. Uh, but, you know, in, in most cases, that's the downside of reality programming is the fact that it's very, disposable it doesn't have a shelf life after this so it's very in the moment uh so and that means that people that are involved in reality programming have to find a way to continue their viability and make money so i mean exactly it's kind of a it is kind of a self-eating snake it does it's a snake that eats its own tail eventually it it burns itself out there's only so many people that could be on reality programs right i think well and i think it's starting to do that with the like 17 versions of hoarders and you know all of the the different things that are pawn stars but not really pawn stars and you know let's let's see how far we can stretch this idea and make it close enough to what's getting ratings without it being the same show yeah well, the good news though is comic book in men is a great reality show and you should be watching it thanks absolutely absolutely, absolutely. Exactly. All right, Amy, thanks for your call. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you You're next welcome, week, gentlemen. I'm sure. Okie doke. Be well. Hopefully you can figure out what's going on, and the rest of the world can, too. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> we don't know. Bye. And if you want to call like she did, you can, 866-610-9455. Don't forget you can take part in the program with the hashtag NetHeads on Twitter 
as well. And that's the rest of the story. So, gentlemen, <laughs> in the technology realm, as I just said, I have got a brand new MacBook Air. I am psyched. I love it. My iPad is now officially jealous. But this isn't the newest gen, right? No, 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 no. I, I can't, I still can't justify the cost. I'm sorry. So I did get the 13 inch one. Um, it is a wonderful machine. And the beautiful part is just like your Chromebook, Trent. It's got the solid state drive. So oh, this thing, isn't that fantastic? This thing boots up. I kid you not in about seven Instantly. seconds. It's just yeah. right there. And it, you know, with an air, you can, you know, you can just close it and it'll be in standby for practically ever. It feels like. Now, the only thing that brings me to this, one, because I talked about how much I wanted one real, real bad. Uh, and I love having one now because it's so much lighter. My backpack pack is like, what is that, like 10 pounds lighter than it was before? Is it really? Well, actually, probably more because the, the power brick from the Asus. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about that. It's bigger, too. So it just, it, woo, man, so much lighter. But I don't know if you guys have seen a preview talk about the next version of the Mac OS operating system, which is uh, Mountain Lion. Mountain Lion, yes. Because they're yep. going through the kitty cats. <clears throat> this is what they do. It's their thing. Yeah, it's it, their was, thing. it was Snow Leopard, then it was Lion, now it's Mountain Lion. Uh-huh. And uh, that one, you can tell the that Apple, they've been moving towards a unified front. Uh, in yes. other words... You know, transparency between the fact that you're using your iPad or your iPhone or your MacBook or your Mac itself. Uh, you know, they're trying to really get into the whole cloud environment and all this stuff. And one of the changes that they're making on the next one, iChat is going, I don't want to say it's going away. But I, but I think it's just becoming like iMessenger or something. It's uh, I think it's being renamed Messenger. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yes. when they do that, then it'll like if I have um, I have FaceTime on my phone, and it FaceTime's already on the computer. But uh, one of the things I don't or, or what is it they call it? They call it i what do they call it on the iPhone? I got to open my iPhone now. Sorry, I'm all FaceTime? lost. Or not iChat. FaceTime? They just call it Messages. On the iPhone now. So if I get text messages, yeah. they come there and, you know, they have their own proprietary messaging system that doesn't eat up my, um, what are those things called? Text messages when I use it. Right. Well, with the i, with the, uh, iOS or OS X line, uh, that operating system, they're going to start having it to where you can directly integrate or uh, interact with people via that route too, with Messenger. Mm -hmm. So that yeah. way I can send a message here to somebody on their iPhone. And vice versa, or their iPad. So a lot of transparency in devices. That's the one thing that stood out for me that I'm looking forward to most. Uh, me too. Um, um, also being able to integrate, um, your, using your, your, uh, computer with AirPlay, um, you know, your Apple TV and basically mirroring your screen onto your Apple TV, which is awesome. You know, you'll be able to just do that as the same you can do with the iPad, the same we can do with the, with the iPhone now, you could do that with your computer. Yeah, and when they finally come out with the Apple television itself, I'm sure it'll directly go to mirroring in there, too. Yep, yep. Another uh, cool thing that they've got going is, um, like, with uh, uh, Mozilla and uh, Chrome, they've, they've got, like, the... the the add-ons that you can do. So, you know, immediately tweet this page or immediately email this page. That will be actually built in to the web browsing interface. So you can email it, um, message, you know, through the messaging system, tweet it or, you know, bookmark it like you would normally. Wow. Look who's staying on top of the technology they're resentful of. 
Yeah, well, you have to. Hey, you know what? You keep you keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Okay, okay, Chrome boy. Uh, <laughs> Miss Manda thirty seven on Twitter says, "Stop bragging about your MacBook Air. Have some consideration for those of us without any kind of MacBook." Yeah. <laughs> Wait, if I'm if I'm if I'm correct, Amanda there does own an iPad too. <laughs> if I. Um, I believe she does have an iPad too, so she's yeah, she does. not sans Apple. No, she's not. Uh, and Rebel Stoke Jim says, this all reminds me of Will telling stories in dark hotel rooms. Well, I was trying to sleep when we'd be on road trips. Really? Did I do that, Jim? I, God, I don't remember that. I don't, I don't accept that. I don't know what you're talking about. Everyone loves to hear the things I say. Skip to the end. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Uh, Ruth goes pointing out, iChat has been replaced with iMessage on Macs. FaceTime is still separate. Yeah, it is. But you know what? Eventually, it won't be. I guarantee yeah. it. It'll all just be one big happy family. Give it to a Cheshire Cat model that comes out next year after Mountain Lion. <laughs> yeah, and uh, see, I will get a Mac when, when Garfield comes out. Oh, the Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of two operating systems like they did back in the Lisa and the uh, Macintosh, where it's going to be Garfield or... Um, and I'm going to forget Felix? the other guys. Felix, oh. thank you. <laughs> now, Will, remember when you got your new iPhone, you were really stoked about the whole um, reminders uh, updates that happened. I was? Uh, you, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> uh, that that same, um, the reminders app that, that comes, you know, stock in with uh, the, the, the current iOS the, 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 is, the, yeah. is now going to be in uh, Mountain Lion as well. Oh, good. That's great. So... Great. And so my all, my computer's going to know when I home to and send me annoying messages as well. Wonderful. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's all going to sync via your reminders cloud. Yeah. Well, the cloud, and I love the cloud. And uh, uh, I I you know for the longest time we were all wondering what the cloud is because you would see things about it. You know, like uh, Windows, Microsoft. They did the worst job possible of trying to make uh, cloud computing accessible to the masses. Uh, mm-hmm. There are obscure commercials where somebody would be like, oh, I've got to do something. Quick to the cloud. And then next thing you know, remember these. Then next thing you know, you see them on a computer. I don't get it. Now, instead, <laughs> though, you have uh, Apple coming along and they're like, hey, now when you put an appointment on your count or on your computer, it's also on your iPhone. If you book a reservation on your iPad, it's on your Mac at home. You don't have to do a thing. It yeah. does it for you. Everything just coordinates. Now, when you get this song over here, you've got it over there. I finally understand the cloud. <laughs> you know what's hilarious is that, uh, one of the one of the just nicest things about having this integration was I use my iPad and my iPhone uh, at various times to listen to music or more importantly, listen to podcasts. So I would listen to a podcast on my iPhone and then um, I would switch over to my iPad depending on what I'm doing or where I'm going or if I'm driving or whatnot. And I started to realize that Whenever I would stop and listen to one podcast and then switch over to that same podcast onto either my iPhone or my iPad, it would automatically pick up where I left off from the other device. Right. That I had is no idea dope. about this. I'm sorry. I don't care any way you paint it. You can be a Mac hater. That's all right. That's dope. That uh, is by the so way, dope. Router Ninja says, and on the release date of Mountain Lion, iCloud became self-aware and launched the missiles in Cupertino. <laughs> Well played, sir. Well played. Uh, so let's see now. Uh, during the phone calls, we talked about the fact that I cheated on these yahoos. There's no other way to put it, right, guys? Right. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, some people have already heard this part of the story, but, you know, those of you listening on the podcast haven't. So let's let's rehash. Let's on, do it. On Saturday, I was uh, loafing around the house. Or Sunday, uh, for those of you in Australia uh, and New Zealand, I'm sure, I think. Those are nearby, right? Gotta love the gotta love the public school system. Uh, I'm, I'm hey, that, that's California public school system. Don't lump me into that shit. You know, uh, so Utah. We still don't believe in New Zealand. We think we know the world is flat, and y'all are lying about this Australia, New Zealand stuff. And why does Utah sound like Texas? I don't know. Uh, on Saturday, I was reading Twitter, and uh, Ruth, uh, Ruth, go. America's fiance Ruth hosts a podcast with a friend of hers who lives in Michigan. His name is Jay. She's Ruth. They do night and day with Ruth and Jay because for one of them, it's the morning. For one of them, it's the evening. Something like that. You get the concept, right? And it's lovely because it rhymes. You got to love stuff that rhymes. Two things that sell headlines, folks, alliteration and rhymes. I'm just saying. <laughs> So she tweeted that, uh, well, looks like my co-host isn't available. Anybody want a podcast with me? And that sounds familiar. She wasn't. Yeah, I know. You, that came up. She wasn't serious, but I saw it, naturally being the attention whore that I am, said, ooh, ooh, <laughs> me, me, I'd love to. I've got a great setup. Let's talk. And then she's like, well, I wasn't serious, but, you know, if you want to. <laughs> now that you called me on it. <laughs> yeah, okay, if I have to. And she's like, oh, God, i got to talk to this shithead. Why did I do this? Uh <laughs> At least that's the dialogue I imagine that happened on the other side of the world. And so uh, actually things lined up. And I just thought, you know, oh, I'm going to be sitting in and kind of like being Jay for this thing. But no, actually it turned into, well, there's no other way to point uh, to put it, guys. I think uh, she's putting together like a three-part expose. You know, she is the uh, she's the Chris Matthews of investigating netheads now. Uh, oh, oh, wait. I'm pretty sure I shouldn't speak with her then. Yeah, exactly. Wait, wait. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> gotta love those to catch a predator days. Uh, anyway, so, so it, it ended down. up being an interview about netheads, which was really neat because, uh, well, you kind of had to worry about her journalistic integrity though when she kicked off the, uh, interview by, you know, saying, uh, you know, and I've got with me, you know, uh, what did she say? She said, uh, extremely, no, not extremely, I just, you know, famous internet show host Will Wilkins. And I'm like, famous? Really? <laughs> Now you're stretching it. <laughs> but it was a really amazing and it was a good conversation. And we got into, you know, how I met Trent, which was, you know, it was the exact same way. It's like, hey, I, I could take phone calls. Anybody want to talk yeah, to me? And, call this. And that was it, man. That is as simple as it sounds. It, that was it. And then, and then, you know, how Trent fell asleep and America was available. And <laughs> well, first his computer didn't break. Then he didn't <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> fell asleep. Drug-induced coma, tomato, tomato. Whatever. Uh, so that was really fun. So if you guys want to check that out, what is the easiest and shortest way for people to get to that? I guess the one would be to um, just go to Ruthico. Is it, wait, what's her handle on? Is it Ruthico? Twitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On, on Twitter. Twitter and look at the posts that she's done. But also, I'm sure one of my amazing two co-hosts will put the link with the hashtag NetHeads up. Especially at, one that may or may not be closer to her than others. Yeah, possibly. Didn't you also? <laughs> didn't you also uh, uh, do a post about it though? Yeah, yeah, I posted it on my blog too. So that's at apartofhim.blogspot.com. That? There we go. You can go to apartofhim.blogspot.com and you can check that out. Um, and we didn't even get into the history of where did netheads come from because you know I've alluded to the show on the show, but not alluded to the show. We're on the show. I had to allude to it when I'm here. 
I've alluded to on. Damn it, I did it again. <laughs> Somebody else speak. I'm digging a hole. You've alluded to it past and in previous episodes. I have I have said words about this. Is what I am saying. God, <laughs> I speak these, it. and they make sense. <laughs> Him words use good. They do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've said it in the past. Part of the reason why the show is called NetHeads is because previously I hosted a show called NetHeads and I had all the bumpers already. So it was a no-brainer. You want a show with a great name and you want to have something that makes it sound like you have production value, that's a quick and easy out. So that's you mm-hmm. know kind of how it came about. Originally, it was about computer help, computer talk help. It's like like troubleshooting stuff. I was like yeah. the, I was the Leo Laporte of of Comedy World Radio Network. And a lot of people might say, why does a radio network have a computer help program? Because those were selling in syndication. That's why. Uh-huh. So, you know, they're like, well, we're gonna we gotta resell our content. What do we use? And I was one of the few shows that actually got sold. Oh really? So that was cool. Yeah, the show sucked, but they're all oh, computer help program, <laughs> sure. And by sold, I mean they're like, hey, we got dead air. We'll split the ad revenue. You want no? Okay. It sucked because everything was like, okay, now turn off your computer and turn it back on. (laughs) Have you turned it off and on again? Turned it on, sir. Americo, reboot and then talk to me in five seconds. (laughs) Yeah. See. See, nothing's changed. Nothing at all. (laughs) Nothing at all. Tech advance. (laughs) Advanced talk on netheads. There you go. And that's the answer I have for everything, too. My wife gets so frustrated. Why isn't this working? I don't know. Have you tried restarting? <laughs> have you tried turning on and off your phone? The blender. Try turning on and off. It yeah. works. Unplug it from the wall. Now plug it back in. Did that Wait work? 30 seconds. So, but, the- but it was an amazing conversation. It was really neat. And now what she is going to be doing, so people kind of have to look out on this one. I, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, if well, first of all, you should be following Americo on Twitter at Americo seventy six. Should be following Trent at a part of him, and you should be following me, Nethead WW. Also, you should be following Netheads on air. After you've made sure you've had all of those prerequisites, what you should be doing from that point. Sorry, I'm nervous. I just shook the table, and I'm worried I unplugged the old router. Anyway, the, uh, the, you spilled the lemonade. Yeah, pretty much. Once you've done all of those things. Then what you should be doing is you should follow Ruthico on Twitter because I'm sure she will tweet again about her second and third parts because she plans on interviewing Trent this week. Correct. And then she is going to be speaking to Americo to get his take on everything. And then I'm wondering, does it all finish with all of us talking at once? Oh, my gosh. I so um, hope so. Like a, like a big, I don't want to say a <laughs> knitting circle, but, you know, <clears throat> a big powwow. <clears throat> a stitching Ruth- bitch, as they <clears throat> like to call <clears throat> You know, <laughs> now actually the speak. the embarrassing and awkward thing is when it's just you guys and her. And I was like, uh, hello. <laughs> Did you guys just hello? I, you know, I, like the cool announcer guy says, Will Wilkins, can I be in the show? Too? <laughs> you think? Just, uh, no, okay, I'll be over here. Just, I'll keep the car running in case you guys need. Well, I can bring chips it, and dip. If the conversations go like the way I normally talk to her, I'll be the one quiet and me- being told to shut up while you guys talk. <laughs> you wait, wait, are you spoken to? Are you talking about with her or, or like you're on this this show? Because <laughs> it, it, like it, it sounds like it applies in both. <laughs> By the way, I just got to tell you guys. Well, uh, right before the show started, <laughs> right before I came up here. 
Uh, I, I went to get a haircut and then I took a shower because that's the logical, uh, order for me to do those in. Cause for you know, anyone. Because the, the hairs, they get everywhere. It's Ugh. disgusting. It's so gross. You know, I practically want to sandblast myself after a haircut. But I, I was, so I did that and I came downstairs and apparently there was like an episode of NetHeads my wife hadn't heard. And so she was listening to it. And my favorite thing, this is just, this is the best, by the way, because, you know, I don't sound like this when, you know, I'm in everyday life because that would just make me a real fool. <laughs> but I, but my favorite thing is I'm, I'm, I'm eating my dinner as fast as I possibly can so I can come over to do the show. She's listening to me and next thing you know, she's like walking in the room and that is, uh, 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 she's making, she's mocking me, my voice, <laughs> which I don't blame her because it really is stupid. Like, why can't I just talk like this when we do the show? What is it about the microphone that starts making me amp it up like this? I don't know. <sighs> I, Will, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't I know never, I have never noticed that. Well, actually, Every- you know what I noticed is you guys always sound the same, no matter when I talk to you. But I'm the one that sounds like a dork. That's what happens. I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area, and I wanted to be Dr. Don Rose. <laughs> Only one of us gets that reference. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Sorry, the dementia is in full force. Anyway, Americo, you've got tech to talk about, don't you? Oh, I have some tech. I got new tech, actually. Um, hold on, let me, actually, let me let me it's get a little bit of old tech. Hold on a second. Let me get the tech intro going. Hold on. Let <laughs> me let me have... just slow that up real quick. Okay, hold on. Tech news. Go ahead. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Mark that in the notes so that we you can go back and just repurpose it. <laughs> We'll spit at his microphone three times since tech news. <laughs> See, you got other voices, man. That yeah, is pro- that's production value, people. <laughs> tech news. That's how the big boys do it. In fact, I believe all Michael Bay films are done with him going boom, explosion, Michael Bay. <laughs> That's exactly what I imagined. He's like, boom, explosion, Michael Bay. Woo! Explosion, boo, robots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of transforming things. Yes. Um, yes, my new tech. Well, it doesn't actually transform. Um, my, my new tech is actually old tech. Uh, repurposed with new tech, if you could call it that. It's, uh, it's called the Lomo Kino, uh, movie Ooh, maker. Oh, I, this is kind of cool. It, it is very cool. It basically, to to sum it up, it does what Super 8 used to do back in the day, except with 35 millimeter film today with regular still shot uh, stuff that you buy at, you know, the Safeway store or whatever. Your regular 35 millimeter film, it takes those 16 exposures and it puts it through this this camera, the Lumo Kimo Super 35. And what it does, it creates about 177 frames of Three to five frames per second footage. So you basically get like a almost a stop motion effect um, using 35 millimeter film uh, for about 30 seconds of motion. And it's just this the result is this absolutely beautiful, very old school um, look Uh, to it's it, it. like I said, it kind of comes off like the old Super 8. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like oh, a Super hold on, 8 guys. Camera. I'm sorry to break up the flow, but by the way, if you are listening to us right now, you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah, you uh, should be. 
because it's 7.05. Five minutes ago, Comic Book Ben started. So make sure you're watching that live. I assume they go do that right away. Well, what I told everyone to do is I'm like, watch The Walking Dead on mute, listen to us. And then when Comic Book Man comes on, mute us. Mute us. Because there's nothing like muting radio. (laughs) You still get part of the experience because the radio is there or the website in this case. Yeah. Idiots. Anyway, now what type of photography is this called? Um, you know, I, I believe, uh, I think it's uh, the website, uh, uh, messes around with the word lomography. Um, I assume it's just because, uh, can I just call it lomography? <laughs> or you can call it that too. Yes. I, I believe that the laymans use that, uh, <laughs> that version of talking about it. But yeah, uh, lomography, as you will. Um, but I think it's, they're taking it as, um, that's the name, that's the people who make the the camera and uh, um but yeah it's basically uh it's almost it's i would say it's almost like um uh, i was I, I was using words but then i stopped that's okay it's <laughs> apparently a disease and i've passed it on i actually have a downstairs in my garage i have a box of 8 millimeter films and it's the exact same thing that you're talking about where there used to be the 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 footage, the film stock. Wow, none of us can speak except Trent. And you would actually have to <laughs> and crank. I'm allowed to. Yeah, no. And you would actually have to crank, hand crank the film through the um, camera, and you know it's just capturing light and and you know doing massive numbers of exposures. So it gets this really old classic look and feel when you're using the type of film you're talking about now with the 35 mm-hmm. millimeter ones. But the really cool thing is suddenly it's, it's this uh widescreen format yes. type of, of, of motion video. The only drawback is I think you get like what, 10 minutes. You, you get for every uh 32, uh expo- I believe 32 exposure film, a uh, regular film, you get about, 30 seconds of uh, a film. So it's got, they're very short vignettes that you, you know, you use up a roll of film very quickly, depending on how fast and it's hand cranked. Really short. No shit. 30 seconds. (laughs) There's only two things you can shoot in 30 seconds, a shooting star and a lovemaking session with me. Wait, what? (laughs) Sorry. Scratch that last part. You didn't hear that. Uh, 30 seconds. Wow. It's only 30 seconds. 10 minutes would be amazing. 30 seconds. That's, well, that's, quick. that's 30 seconds per 16, um, exposures, per, yes, per right? 16 exposures. Yes, exactly. And so a, a regular roll of film comes with 32, doesn't it? Oh, you can well, get a whole minute. Sort of yeah. The, sorry. Uh, I got just 30. as excited about getting a whole minute. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, that's what it, 32 exposures uh, gives you about 30 seconds to 40 seconds. Oh, wow. Okay. Which, uh, depending, which, like I said, depending on how fast you crank, because uh, if you crank it at full speed, you get about three to five frames per second. Um, you can, you know, crank it even slower if you like to get a really staccato uh, uh, video, if you want not video right. film uh, look. But yeah, that's basically, you know, depending on how fast you, because it's all hand crank, you know. So again, all you know, old school. Well, the thing I, I, so you're definitely gonna not want to videotape a wedding with one of these things. No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> You really don't want to do that. In fact, uh, but what you, you can do is little short moments, just like the way Super 8, uh, back in the day used to get, you used to get about four minutes of Super 8 per cartridge back in the day. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so in the same respect, you, you'd only film, you know, a couple things that were important, you know, and this, and this one even makes it shorter, obviously. So you film little mundane things, but they look so gorgeous. 
on film, you know, when you actually, you know, end up uh, transferring it. And you get it, you get it processed the exact same way that you go anywhere else to get your uh, stills processed, except you tell them not to cut it. And that oh, way, so just leave it in the roll. Leave it in the roll, yeah. So how do you play it back? Uh, there's two ways you can play it back. You can play it back on this little, uh, this little home viewer that you can, it just spools it up and you'll just play it back or you could do the way I'm going to do it. Uh, you could get a, use a negative film. You get it and you cut into strips into the, into this, uh, you lay it out flat on a flatbed scanner, scan in the images, cut down the images, uh, individually and you can create your movie on, you know, whatever, uh, video. This reminds me, I don't know how many people watch Parks and Recreation, but when Ben is fired for having a relationship with, with, what's Amy Poehler's character's name? What is Leslie it? Nope. Leslie Nope. When he's, he gets fired for working with, or for having a um, relationship with Leslie Nope, he, he's like, he's working on all these projects in his spare time, and one of them is uh, doing a video to REM Stand, I think, or something along those lines. <laughs> And he's doing it with motion capture and claymation, you know? <laughs> and so he, no, he's, and he goes to play it for Rob Lowe's character. He's like, this is going to be awesome. And it's like, stay. And that's it. It just shows the guy getting out of bed. And that's it. He's like, that took me three weeks. Oh my God. I thought that would be better. <laughs> uh, Sorry, there's no, go ahead. there's no, there's no way they can produce it into a digital format. Well, that's the thing I was thinking. The really oh, cool thing would be thing. is if you integrated that with another camera. Well, Why? actually, you can. They actually have a connection where you could take your, uh, you could take your iPhone or you could take your any digital camera, you know, the more modern ones, and you actually snap it onto the home viewer. And what it does is you hand crank it, and uh, it's the <laughs> easiest way to digitally transfer. It, it actually it transfers what, however, you know, your footage that you that you're hand cranking onto your <laughs> iPhone, so you can share it digitally. <laughs> Sorry, I'm my mind is in the gutter, and you say the footage that you're hand cranking. <laughs> this is the, that would be the the most inefficient stickum video ever. <laughs> uh, by the way, my wonderful comment earlier. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Lee's wife, Crystal, responded, now everybody, every woman listening to NetHeads feels sorry for Will's wife, and suddenly I see my wife say, uh-oh, what did I miss? <laughs> Apparently, from what I said, not a lot. <laughs> ah, genius! <laughs> so you so you could actually... Uh, but See, I would build one of these things, so instead of having to attach something separate, you could just have a memory card in it, and you could like do a full... You know, thing with it. You could you could shoot a whole uh, like full concept video. Well, yeah, go Robert then... Rodriguez, a la mariachi with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then you might as well just use your uh, your your iPhone or your you know whatever digital camera you have and just put an effect to it if you want to actually you know bypass the whole analog feel of it. Uh, no, that's the thing. I want something that literally it's digitally capturing the analog. Why is this so illogical? <laughs> no, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, they they have that thing that you can snap onto the little viewer and then you can capture it and the analog. I don't I don't think it look because depending on the light source that you're using, I don't think it looks as good as you would as if you scanned the images in yourself and then edit it on your own. Oh, it's so much work. It is a lot of work, but the payoff is a this really gorgeous effect of footage. Yeah, it really is. I mean it's got it's a it's a great, awesome retro feel. Yeah, and I'm going to make gonna... it's going to make shooting your feature a real bitch though, dude. 
I'm just letting you know that now. I'll be stopping production every 20 seconds. Hold on, I just got to switch roles gonna, real quick. going to switch roles here. Okay. Okay, go 20 seconds. All right, let's do it one more time. Um, I'm actually going to mess with it. I've been uh, messing around with it this week. I'm going to actually get some uh, footage developed. I'll put it online so you guys can check out what I'm talking about. Oh, cool. I would actually love to see that. So you're just going to have them develop it, and you're like, don't cut anything. Don't cut it. Don't cut I mean, they could cut it, and I could just, you know, I could still mess with it, but I could tell them not to cut it. Um, there, there are actual photography places still around in the city, thank God, that um, will actually listen to you, you know, and right. keep it as a role for some film. So the way you're, you're going to do this is you're actually going to just have them process the film so that it's now negatives. And then yes. you're going to scan it and then convert the negative. You're going to flip the script on the picture. Absolutely. And then cut the picture down, uh, image by image, and then create a timeline off that and then uh, make a little sh- video off of it as well. Router, what, Router that, Ninja just echoed and said, couldn't you just have them digitally process the print and assemble the frames on your own? That's another one. Yeah. Um, I, I believe that because the tech is so weird, especially 35 millimeter uh, film, I don't think they know how to uh, how to mess with that right because now. a lot of, yeah where you're looking a lot of the the older films were running at 16 millimeter yes the 60, yeah, you're 16 yeah millimeter. i mean obviously you got guys who do 35 millimeter you know actual 35 millimeter but it doesn't come in the little um, right little picture rolls so i yep. don't think they're set up for that yeah plus the whole uh thing about it is that these uh, when you're processing the film through the camera it's not capturing the same uh, frame size that no. you know any of these any regular camera would utilize 35 millimeters so when they went to go process it they would just mess it all up yeah it'd all go to hell i looked at some of the sample videos and it's really cool the only thing that you do see is that it slips the frame every once in a while yes like i said you get about three to five seconds uh depending on how fast you crank now i can't get it out (laughs) (laughs) sorry i don't know what's wrong with me tonight story of my life I really don't. I apologize. I get about three to five seconds, depending on how hard I crank. But honestly, <laughs> crank it hard. <laughs> and then it all went to hell. <laughs> I'm losing footage here. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine trying to shoot something like that and someone coughs? Like, Damn it! <laughs> well, Damn that's it! all. That's all part of the process. <laughs> Do you know how much film I just wasted? <laughs> Well, actually, now what we need to do, if we want to uh, tap into this hot up-and-coming lamography movement, we need to start producing 35-millimeter film in uh, larger capacity, but in the same roll size. (laughs) (laughs) Almost like in, like, a digital format. (laughs) Yeah, don't get crazy. Don't get crazy. Hang on now. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh, I, you know, I actually have some tech news as well. Hey, right on. Yeah, Go ahead. Believe, believe it or not. Um, and in classic Trent faction, it, ugh, faction, fashion, it is, uh, um, social media related. Uh, so uh, Twitter came out with, uh, you know, verified accounts many years ago, like 2009 ish. Google Plus did it right when they, you know, first launched. Now Facebook is going to be doing the same. So, so your celebrities will have verified accounts. Thank God, because I've been following seventeen different Steve Martins, and I just right. I just okay. want the one. <laughs> here's 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 the difference, though. Um, so so that's Facebook has the cap on how on how many um, friends you can have, right? 
And so they've tried to integrate the, well, now you can subscribe to people's feed rather than being their friend. And, and that way you can have more people subscribing than they allow friends, yada, yada, yada. To verify your account, this, this is the killer. You have to send in, um, uh, a government issued ID, photo ID. Mm-hmm. And uh, a combination of two alternate IDs, whether they be a birth certificate or even a credit card, <laughs> would also work. <laughs> I was thinking alternate IDs, like one with a mustache, the other one with a mustache. <laughs> Let's see how you look with, you know, no clothes on. Too. <laughs> let's let's see you with a beard. Now clean shaven. <laughs> so wait, they want, you to, between your... <laughs> they want you to send in your credit card? Number? Well, that's it says yeah it says to verify the account um you have to send in a, an image from a government issued id and a combination of two alternate ideas ids such as a birth certificate or credit card well credit card is actually something you wouldn't have to send in you could digitally authorize right, yeah. a one cent charge like if i said i was kevin smith and i mm-hmm. sent in my uh, copy of my birth certificate uh, a picture of my driver's license and my credit card, you know, I let them run a one cent charge on. They would at least see it was Kevin Smith. So, ah. not that I'm saying I'm trying to impersonate him. It's just uh, oh, for no. some reason he's the one celebrity that came to mind first. Weird, where it's you know, I know. We're no brought, idea. Given um, where we're at, that makes no sense. Not at all. Out of left field. It, but but Facebook does promise to delete the the data after verifying the account. So I'm sure they, they will. <laughs> Yes, we'll delete all of the data, including all the data that we're watching you do right now, including when you go idle on your computer. We're going to delete all that. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, don't we, don't you sweat that at all, guys. Yeah. Don't you worry you about it. You don't By have way, to the worry. Crying. You don't have to worry about anything when it comes to your privacy on the internet. Answer your phone, please. Oh, I'm in the door. Will you change that 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 your desktop picture, please? God, it's old. <laughs> By the way, I don't know about Long you guys. To the well there. I, I was okay with um, uh, the whole street view on Google Maps uh, until I noticed that the picture of my own house was updated with a newer picture. I'm like, hey, wait a minute, I did that. They've oh, been on really? my street. They're they're outside the house. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, uh, I I can't tell you guys where naturally, but and it, this was talked about on the uh, this morning show. Uh, there is actually a apparently the Google car had gone by scanning near Mr. Smith's house. So you literally see Megan walking towards his car and you see Kevin in his car. Um, what? That's just weird, dude. That's insane, man. But then huh. again, there's like uh, when that first came out, there were lots of great things like, a, hey, it looks like we got footage of a drug deal going down. Or, and right, then another right. one is a this this one's sad. It was a kid falling off of his bike, obviously shocked by the bizarre car with all the cameras on top. <laughs> so you go down the street and frame by frame, you watch this poor kid just biff right on. The, it's really sad. It's just it's not good. <laughs> There's no other way to put it. Hey, but guys, you want to know something weird? Tell uh, us. Something really strange? Oh, no. Okay, I don't know about that. It's called sponsorship. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? That that actually sounds delicious. Because, you know, strange. speaking of the uh, of the Internet, if you, uh, if you don't have yourself an Internet presence, that's not the right music. What is wrong with this damn thing? I like, I like music. Well, I'm glad you do. Yeah, it's, it's a big revelation. We we've got some sponsorship. Woohoo! Nice. It's exciting. But that's not the right music. Oh well, whatever. Yeah, we won't run mu- uh, music. Well, because you see, all the professional places 
all all the faces where you, places where you got the fancy dans doing all the cool music and stuff and you know the regular commercials and knowing what they're doing and not trying to make believe radio like we do they have music that run during the ads i, I don't know the reason why it it helps differentiate it from the show, I think. Get you the why. groove. Yeah, exactly. Cause, you it's know, like, oh yeah, sponsors. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm I'm doing the I'm doing an ad right now and it's sexy. And you wanna buy things when you hear it. Oh yeah. Yes, you yeah, do. you want some preparation? H. <laughs> yeah, but clearly we're not gonna read that today. Why would we do that? <laughs> oh Lord. I enjoyed the fanfare. We're uh, we're the fanfare must lead to somewhere then. Oh, the fanfare that played? Yeah, it's called the yes. wrong file. Don't think anything of it. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Uh, how you guys been? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Woody Woodpecker. That was awesome. Not that, was a great... that was seriously awesome. I like, did I just laugh like Woody Woodpecker? Who busted out a Woody Woodpecker? That's sad. I didn't mean like to. Like old school, man. That was awesome. That's really bizarre. Anyway, folks, let me tell you something. If you have been looking to get yourself an internet presence, then what you want is you want to go to HostGator. Have you guys ever heard of a HostGator? Uh, yeah, I'm talking I, to you. Heard game. Um, <laughs> the really right awesome now, thing. I can, I can barely hear you, though. Oh, okay. Well, these things happen. Oh, that's right, because you guys get the music premix. Never mind. My co-hosts are out of the... Out of the they're out of the game on this one. Um, if you are looking to have a web presence on the internet, then nobody makes it easier than HostGator. Uh, for starting at as low potentially as $3.96 a month, you can find your domain name and start getting it hosted on the internet. Best of all, unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, free site builder tools, easy control panels to use, and they'll even help you with that magical thing called search engine optimization that's right you will not only be able to put together your amazing website of cat videos but they will help you make sure that you market it well go to hostgator actually don't go there what you want to do is you want to go to smodcast.com forward slash netheads click on the hostgator banner ad to take advantage of their amazing services today that's right hostgator they eat up the competition and that's, folks, is how you're properly supposed to do an ad, sort of. You guys feel better now that you can hear me? Oh, no, you can't. Now you can hear me. There we go. <laughs> that was a great thing about the thing you said. Uh, you exactly. know, here's the thing about the thing you said. All I know is that I need some help with my SEO and web hosting, so I'm going to go to the smodcast.com nethead site there you to, go. Uh, to get it to get all that Click figured on that out. Banner. You got the commercials over, guys. Relax. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, we'll have that ironed out. Actually, you know what the real pros would do is they would uh, pre-record the ads and pretend they're live reads. Right, right. That's what the pros would do. But we're not pros. Yeah, because we promise we didn't record this and do it shittily just to make it sound like it's live. <laughs> yeah, we're not that meta. Come on. We're huh? not that pro. Oh, exactly. You Wait. guys are creeping me out now. <laughs> now you're just being weird. <laughs> anyway, so so in future tech things, I'm picking up the PS Vita on Wednesday. Oh, oh now, let me ask you something. Does that mean that it's finally available then? 
it is it will it's the all the pre-order stuff like you, there was a special edition version you can get last week um wednesday it'll be finally available to all the normal people yeah because i know have... I, I know matt cohen uh the amazing uh fantastic super smart host of both uh bagged and boarded and smith night on smodcast internet radio yes. he, he already got one so he had one of the special super duper <clears throat> top secret encoder ring editions Yes, the the pre-order that you could get at GameStop, the one that came with the uh, the official hard case that you can't get anymore, which I was very oh, sad that I couldn't get. So hard. <laughs> it was so hard. Um, he apparently loved it from his one post on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Calvin just said, so next week we'll have Sir Dude reading that ad, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you very much, Calvin. Oh, we can't afford him. <laughs> Actually, the the one time I met I met Kyle Kyle Lee Berry, he's a great guy. He's and when he uses his regular voice, doesn't sound like the Sir dude at all. Oh, but but I loved it when he showed up because he he was there, and I'm like, hey man, nice to meet you. Like, now we can have a this voice off. Let's go. <laughs> oh my God, man, it's time to on. Yeah, it's time to babble the fuck on. See. It's just, <laughs> You gotta go into that mode. But the, the only way I can get the voice right is when I go, it's time to, now we can have a competition where we talk like this. Who can do it better? He's actually though a very talented, uh, vocal performer. So he can do many different things. And you know, he's not just a voiceover guy. You know, he's, he's like, he does real work. So he knows his trade. Uh, like one of the things I naively wanted to do uh, when I was in L.A. and jobless, because that's what everybody is. I wanted to try and get into doing, you know, vo- voiceover work and, and vocal talent. And, uh, well, I wasn't able to break into it because as it, it, typical, I never applied myself. Uh, but he actually gave lots of solid advice to people. Like one of the things you need to do is you really need to take acting classes because it's more than just talking. It's more than just, Hey, I've got a great voice. Let me record your ad. Right. No, it is. So, uh, I don't know where his website is though. Glad I brought well, all that up. And that's, no, that's, that's why whenever there's, uh, animated film or, or anytime there is, um, voice acting work, there's always a voice director. It's, it's just yeah. important as the, the directing of the film is who's directing the, the voice work. Yeah. Exactly. You gotta have talent all around. Yep. Gotta know yep. what you're looking for. Actually, I don't know, I don't know if it's out there anymore. Uh, there are two instances of me actually doing voiceover work. Uh, mostly because it was places I was working. They're like, hey, can you do this? So somewhere out there is a 3D online uh, fighting game that was done for Pringles of all places. And it was basically the Pringles chip going up against other fried snacks. Oh, so like, I think I the, remember this. It was the Pringle chip going up against, uh, you know, like a potato chip and French fries. And they, you know, I did all the announcing on that. So I was the announcer. But when you play the game, the announcer like gets faded out early. It's like, oh, I'm glad I did that. <laughs> so I did that. There was another another one of those games. Oh, God, what was it? Uh, I think it was also for Pringles where you were having to round up potatoes so that way they can make more Pringles or something. And, like, a, like, a, like a Western theme? Yeah. And then another one was this uh, very effeminate-sounding astrolo- astro- uh, uh, astrological <laughs> advisor. So in other words, it was like your weekly horoscope. And so I had to do that. And, of course, I'm sure you can imagine this voice extremely uh, effeminate. No, not at all. <laughs> 
Uh, that just sounds weird. Not I think that, I've never heard such a thing in the, no. late at night on Skype with Will. What is he talking about? <laughs> anyway, so what? What is the point of all this? Americo is getting a new gaming system. Yes, so, yes. Um, I am actually looking forward to it. I, I actually, you know, uh, I actually went to go buy the case before I bought the damn thing that, <laughs> because this case just came out the same time as the pre-order came out. So sure. I was able to buy a case for it and everything. These will hold the precious. Let me play with it. This is precious. Oh, it's a gorgeous suit. Nice. I am officially frightened. I don't blame you. <laughs> Um, actually, on Tuesday, I'm, uh, they're, they're, um, you're, you're starting to camp out, aren't you? Let's no. not lie. <laughs> to, uh, uh, Sony, in strange marketing decisions that they decided to go to, uh, have opened up these PS Vita cafes uh, around certain areas uh, of the country. Uh, one's in San Francisco, one's in LA, and then I forget where everybody else is. And, um, you basically can go in there during hours of the day and they'll let you play with a Vita. Uh, and the games that they have and demos that they offer and whatnot. You can go there anytime during the day. It's this weird thing that they didn't really market very well because I only found out about it, um, because of the, an event that IGN was hosting there. Yeah. And it, it was just weird. I was like, wow, you guys have been, you guys have been open for two months and what? this is my first time coming in here. It was weird. And then they're open till the end of February. So they're open, only open for five more days. And on Tuesday, they're, ho- they're hosting a, Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom uh, event where ah! you'll be able to play uh, Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom for the PS Vita, and uh, I'm going to that on Tuesday with my buddy. And we're going to go check it out. Is it a tournament? Uh, I think they're going to have like prizes and stuff like that. Oh man! Like, when I went there uh, <laughs> last month, the prize I got was a little roll-up poster. It was cute though. It was a nice little roll-up poster I got. But you know, I don't know if you guys uh, ever went to any video game arcades in the. I think near the end of their run was somewhere in the nineties. No, eighties, eighties, nineties. No, no. I, I, as a kid, I definitely did. There was this video game. It was. I, I think it may have actually been made by Atari, which was shocking, but it was. It was like cyberball or something. So basically it was a football game, but all of the players are robots, okay? They were robots on wheels, too. The reason why I bring this up is because this game got so popular, it was one of those ones they started to build tournaments around. Mm-hmm. And when you say gaming tournament, that's the very first thing I think of, because I will never forget some of my coworkers. They were playing this game just mercilessly. They were going to go into this tournament, and they were going to dominate. And then they got there and they got a rude awakening of what the gaming world is really like (laughs) because they had built all their strategy on doing real plays and playing the game legitimately. Oh, right. And like the very, like the flea flicker and and the Hail Mary. Yeah. And, and the, like in this game, and mind you, of course, I have no knowledge of football, but they would get the, so the opposing team would get possession of the ball and for some reason they would run it back to the end zone. Oh, it was during the kickoff, so they would run it back to the end zone and then get further up in the game or something like that. Right. And it they, they were so pissed because, you know, it's like, <laughs> oh, technically it's legal, so we can get away with it. You can take all your fancy football playing around. We're going to exploit a bug. Screw you! 
That's this, funny, man. That reminds that reminds me of um like when I first got into first person shooters, uh, other than like Halo. When I got into the, you know, uh, I think it was a uh, um Vegas. Uh, I forget what the uh something Vegas. I can't remember the name of it right now. It was the, one of the Tom Clancy ones. Anyways, it was a first person oh, okay. shooter, and uh, Rainbow Six. Thank you. Yeah, there, there it is. Yeah, Rainbow Six. So I started playing it, and I was getting trounced all the time. Couldn't figure out why I kept getting my butt kicked. And finally, one night, I asked, uh, I asked one of these, because you could actually, um, spectate somebody playing in the game. And I asked one of these guys who was really, really good at the game. I was like, look, dude, can you watch what I'm doing in the game and see where I'm going wrong? Cause I'm really trying and I'm, I know I'm not terrible at it. And so, and so he spectated me and he's watching me go around and shoot and whatnot and do this and that. And he finally said to me, he's like, Dude, you're, you're, you're playing like this is an actual, you're, you're playing like you're firing an actual gun. You're going in three to five spurts and then reloading between and then like take, you, you just gotta hold down the fire button and just let it go. <laughs> just, just spray it, man. Just spray it because this is not, this is not reality. You're not gonna die. <laughs> You know, you don't have to conserve your ammo like you're doing. Just let it go, you know. And so uh, I got better, obviously, uh, after a while. But, yeah, uh, it was was funny because I remember, like, you know, making that transition into I thought a more realistic game would call for more realistic fighting. But apparently not the case. No. Obviously, you're a LARPer and never even realized it. (laughs) (laughs) If it's not real, I don't want to do it. Exactly. I just, you know what? I'm going to people. Screw you guys. Yes, exactly. Well, I don't know about you guys. I, I think I think it's time to to pull this car over and shoot it. <laughs> we beat the, we beat this dead horse. <laughs> pull the horse over and beat it a little bit more. <laughs> the, dead, the dead horse is saying enough already. Let it go. Uh, no, I don't mean that. I just mean it's time for Soundbite Nation. So we need it to is. go. Uh, we're yep. we're four minutes into their window, ah, and we're bad, bad, bad men. We've been uh, naughty. By, by the way, Calvin, Calvin says, I just need a pony up and have it. Look, I would love to have a new intro done, but, uh, look, I'm not good enough at imaging work, so I'm not going to be able to do it myself. I could voice it, but you know, like, like the net had seen part of the reason, another reason why I repurpose this stuff is because it sounds cool. It's it great. It's got everything. Cool, it's got man. a, it's got a techno beat to it and it's got, yeah, you know, it. Like, you know, it's got that, when you listen to it, it's got that whole, like, repeat thing that I've never been able to master. Hold on, let me. This is not See that whole heads thing on, on the, you know, that whole Max Hedrum kind of a feel. <laughs> I can't do that kind of stuff, Dan. That was, that was my Woody Woodpeckers. <laughs> Very nice. On next week's show, we'll all be feature, featuring our own Yogi Pear character impressions. Oh, God. Uh, for, for those following, that was the last shot of the night, I believe. Was it? The drinking game? No. Oh, yeah. Was I it? think so. I don't know. <laughs> not really. Unless I go, hey, everybody, let's start it over. <laughs> Why not? About- yeah, tonight, tonight there will be no soundbite nation. It's all us all night. Oh no. Because we want to make sure you're just well and drunk and never go to sleep. <laughs> That's like my life. <laughs> Today is our version of letting you all know what it's like to be Trent. Anyway, uh, we really do need to close out, but I want to thank everyone who actually listens to next week's show after getting through this one. 
Absolutely. Thank you. In I, advance. I really appreciate it because Lord knows I don't know what happened tonight. <laughs> it's what happens when you try something new. It sucks. <laughs> Unless this is the first time you're listening to the show, at which point it, you're trying something new and it doesn't suck. Come back next week. It's Please. awesome. Thank you. Yes. I might talk about I'd appreciate it. Who knows? Maybe this week we'll actually put together a new intro. I doubt well, it. Well, hey, easy. <laughs> I doubt it. Let's not get overboard now. Let's I not... actually, I love the intro the way it is now. Yeah. Well, actually, what I should really do is just drop the part where it says with Trent Hunsaker. That's true. And then just every week I make you guys do it live. <laughs> with Will Wilkins and Trent and Americo, you know. And Americo. You make you we guys make pitch up our own voices every time. Yeah, yeah we go with a new one. <laughs> That'd be nice. We'll just do you... and bark into the mic. <laughs> we can have we can have the listeners pick which voice we're gonna do for that next week, and there you are. We can do Yogi Bear next time. Because next week is the All Yogi Bear Show. <laughs> hey, <boo-boo>. No. <laughs> we we that's we should do that. We should just sit down and record an entire podcast where we give the Mystery Science Theater approach to Yogi Bear. So that way. Ooh. Everyone else has to suffer through having watched it like I did with my child. I still can't believe you did it. God bless you. There is a special place in heaven for you. Speaking of which, another thing I endured yesterday because I made the mistake of opening my mouth was taking my daughter to Chuck E. Cheese again. Chuck E. Cheese's. Yeah, we had a great time, but man, oh man, that conversion rate kills me. Oof. Okay, wait a minute. So let me follow this. So I spent twenty dollars and I got a hundred and like a hundred and twenty uh tokens. And then we we played those tokens, and so the tokens became tickets. And somehow I turned my twenty dollars into six dollars and ninety six cents because each ticket <laughs> represents one penny. <laughs> Think of it this way, Will. Yeah. It's 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 like taking a small trip to Europe. A little bit, a little bit. So I took my American money and it converted down. I I walked in with two hundred, and then in the British money I got uh fifty cents. You got to quit in two pounds. Yeah, exactly. It was brutal. But actually, the thing though is, my daughter uh, she constantly rotates through the same games, and for my twenty dollars, we actually got two hours of entertainment time. Oh, that's so not bad. if you think about it, my $20 minus the $7, I only paid $13 for two hours of entertainment. I can't even get into a movie for that. Yeah, I was going to say, that's cheaper than going to the movies, man. Yeah, and she loved it. We had fun, too. We, we had a good time. I just wish Chuck E. Cheese uh, was the same type of place it was 30 years ago when right. I went, because they had, like, a full-blown arcade above. They had full-blown animatronic characters and, and all types of craziness. Now it's just, eh. You know, there's the, the Chuck E. Cheese that's around near here. It's it has the animatronic. They're so sad looking though. They're like yeah. old. They, they're there's two of them, and I think one is actually a guy in a suit trying to make up for the third one. Not there. <laughs> it's just and, so they, and the sad thing done. is they never let or him it, leave. He's always there. Yeah. At least they could do is serve liquor for the adults. It's it's actually it's actually the gimp from Pulp Fiction. They, just, they let him out. <laughs> After Zed was dead, he he needed a place to go, <laughs> nowhere to go. It's, like, it's I, him and it's him and the guy who was in the Karate Kid who lost to the Karate Kid in the first Ralph Macchio in the first one. Him and that, <laughs> those two guys just sitting there, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> uh, time for another party, boys. <laughs> Better bring out the rat. Anyway, Zed's dead, baby. Rat, rat oh, sleeping. So, but <laughs> wait a minute. To fall back on what you said, America, there are are there still somewhere near the San Francisco area or in the San Francisco area some of the old school Chuck E. Cheese's? Um, that uh, haven't been revamped. 
three towns over San Bruno. Uh, so it's not even in San Francisco, really. It's um, half hour. Well, not even a half hour. It's a 20 minute drive out of the city. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. You're not testifying. We don't have to be this detailed. <laughs> but, but I mean, is it, somebody's going to look up on Google Maps. We don't have a stenographer here. Is it um, still the, old, is it still the old school one though? I mean, like, or it's, is it? It's like, uh, it's a tempered one, really. It's not as big as the old school one used to be. Um, it, the stage is like closed off by the eating area and then the arcade. It's not, I don't, wouldn't even call it an arcade anymore because there's no real, arcade games uh there's like a couple of things where their tickets come out of and maybe one or two skee-ball things it's really just a sad version of chuck and orgies hey, it's Jesus. just it's just a sad empty soul of a chuck e cheese well that's what they all are now because they finally realize hey we can just do this and and the little kids will talk their parents into spending money and we can serve them cardboard with pizza sauce and cheese on it and call it a, a pizza <laughs> and nobody will say anything about it the was, kids love it because the kids do. love it Yes. Anyway, uh, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, please don't forget to stick around the very, for the very delayed, if you're listening live, the very delayed Soundbite Nation. And, uh, otherwise, don't forget to check everything out. By the way, um, I'd like everyone listening to the sound of this podcast, please come back next week. <laughs> yeah. By all means. But also, if you could go to iTunes, give us a five star review, not because you think it's a valid review, but because we asked you to. <laughs> And uh, don't forget to follow Americo on Twitter. He's Americo76. Follow Trent on Twitter. He's a part of him. I am NetheadWW. The show is NetHeads on Air. Until next time, my name is Will. My name is Trent. My name is Americo. And you've been listening to another edition of NetHeads on Smodcast Internet Radio. It's Smodcast.com. Go devil. Net.